You see, the more of a habit you make of incorporating social emotional learning throughout your day, the less energy it takes. And the less energy it takes, the less work it takes, meaning you can do it without thinking, like being on autopilot. So the reality is it doesn't have to be difficult and hard to incorporate. Good social emotional learning is already incorporated throughout your day, throughout the activities you do with your kids. Hey, Impact Maker, I'm Helena, the creator of the Present Teacher Podcast, and in each episode, I'm going to help you live the life you are made for through self-care, social-emotional learning, and classroom management. You know that impact you were after when you first started teaching? Well, we're going to make it happen here. last episode we talked about how I had no idea what social emotional learning was when I first started teaching. In fact I was so clueless on what social emotional learning was that I had to google it and when I looked at what social emotional learning was I immediately thought oh it's just incorporating feelings into the classroom. I can do that. I can teach my kids what makes them feel happy and sad and how to identify that but what I didn't realize is that The deeper I went, the more I realized that it's so much more than that. And I made a lot of mistakes along the way. So in this episode, my hope is is that I can help prevent you from making those same mistakes I did when I first started incorporating social-emotional learning into the classroom. So here are 10 social-emotional learning myths and... If you are wondering what is social emotional learning and why it's important, feel free to pause this episode and go back to the last episode. So the first myth when it comes to social emotional learning is that people often think that it's new. In fact, this was me too. And the reality is social emotional learning has been around for quite a couple decades. In fact, it started in the 1960s at the Yale School of Medicine in the Child Study Center. So the difference though is it hasn't been emphasized as much until recent years. So that's why myth number one, social emotional learning is not new. In fact, it's been around for decades now. Myth number two is that social emotional learning is expensive. You might be thinking, I can't incorporate social emotional learning into the classroom. It takes a lot of money. You have the curriculum, the resources, tools, decorations, and it adds up, and I just don't have the money. And yes, you could spend money on a curriculum. I'm not saying a curriculum isn't important. And yes, resources are nice and tools and decorations. But the reality is, it doesn't have to be that way. In fact, the best social-emotional learning is free or things that you incorporate throughout your day. And it does not have to take a lot of money. So, for example, you could be doing a morning meeting greeting with your kids, and that's actually a social-emotional learning activity that's completely free that you could do with your kids. Which leads us to myth number four when it comes to social-emotional learning, and that is it's hard to incorporate. You see, you might be thinking it takes so much work and time that you just don't have right now. But the reality is, once you incorporate it into your day, it becomes a habit. 
You see, the more of a habit you make of incorporating social emotional learning throughout your day, the less energy it takes. And the less energy it takes, the less work it takes, meaning you can do it without thinking, like being on autopilot. So the reality is it doesn't have to be difficult and hard to incorporate. Good social emotional learning is already incorporated throughout your day, throughout the activities you do with your kids. Which leads us to myth number five, which is you can't teach social emotional learning online. Now, when I first started teaching online during the pandemic, I thought teaching social emotional learning was going to be nearly impossible. But the reality is, is you can incorporate it throughout your day just like you would in person. So, for example, you can still do your morning meeting check-ins, your morning meeting songs, just like you would online. And there's so many resources out there now to incorporate social-emotional learning online. So that's why myth number five when it comes to social-emotional learning is you can't teach it online, and that is just a myth. Myth number six when it comes to social-emotional learning is cell is only for younger kids. It's only for primary students, and you don't teach it in older grades. But the reality is, older kids really benefit from incorporating social-emotional learning into the classroom, too. In fact, a recent study found that 10%, there was a 10% decrease in emotional distress, such as anxiety and depression in older kids that were explicitly taught social-emotional learning. So cell is not only for little kids, but it has a great benefit to older students too, and even adults. So that's why myth number six is social emotional learning is only for younger kids. Myth number seven when it comes to social emotional learning is social emotional learning is only about feelings. In the last episode, I talked about how I read the definition of social emotional learning and I thought to myself, feelings, got it, I can do that. But it's so much more than that. Social-emotional learning is self-awareness. It's the ability to understand and identify your own thoughts and emotions, strengths and weaknesses, and how that impacts your behaviors, yes. But it's also about self-management or taking ownership or control of your own thoughts and feelings. It's social awareness, putting yourself in other people's shoes with empathy and in an ethical way. And it's relationship skills. It's building those relationship skills with others in order to build and maintain healthy relationships with people inside the classroom and out. And it's responsible decision-making. It's the ability to analyze a situation and make the most responsible decision in that instance. You see, there's so much more to social-emotional learning, honestly, at a deeper level than just feelings. It's not only how you interact with yourself and identifying your own thoughts and feelings, it's recognizing those in other people too and in your environment and learning how to act accordingly. So that's why myth number seven is social emotional learning is only about feelings. Myth number eight when it comes to social emotional learning is that social emotional learning is a one size fits all. Just like anything else, kids need to be different and we need to help them be different and they learn in different ways. And this is no different when it comes to social emotional learning. You see, our kids need help in all different areas and they have strengths and weaknesses in different areas. The same is true in their social emotional learning journey. Each person is in a different place in their journey 
And social-emotional learning is best taught at the individual level. So with that being said, one-size-fits-all for social-emotional learning is a complete myth. It is something that, just like anything else good teachers teach, we know and we acknowledge that our kids are at different places in their journey and they all need different instruction. Which brings us to our next myth, which is kids automatically learn social-emotional learning. You see, people aren't born knowing how to manage their emotions and get along with others and problem solve. These skills are learned over time. And as teachers, we know that a lot of students learn by watching and interacting with their environment and by watching and learning from others. But one thing in the social-emotional learning community that people may or may not talk about is... Sometimes our kids learn the wrong reaction or they're not explicitly taught how to handle situations. So it's less accurate and that's where social-emotional learning instruction is so important. And it's so important to incorporate into your day and model the behaviors in your own life so that your kids can watch by watching you and interacting in their school environment. So that's why myth number nine is kids automatically learn social-emotional learning. That's a complete myth. Kids learn by interacting and watching others. And when you explicitly teach that instruction to them, they're able to be more accurate in their day-to-day life. Which brings us to our final myth, which is social-emotional learning has to be taught during a specific time of day. Now, don't get me wrong, if you are able to specifically spend a specific intentional amount of time focusing on social-emotional learning in your day, that's amazing. Yes, that's super helpful. However, when you incorporate it throughout your day, social-emotional, the impacts of social-emotional learning grow tenfold. It's more meaningful when you're able to incorporate it in a way that your kids don't even realize it, and it's more impactful. You see, setting your kids up for success by integrating explicit cell integration in all the other subjects is absolutely amazing. It'll be more natural for your kids, and it'll prepare them for the world outside of education. They'll be able to implement what they're learning with you and learn from experiences with all their senses instead of just learning from a textbook or just a specific amount of time. So with that being said, social-emotional learning has to be taught during a specific time of day is a complete myth. The reality is good social-emotional learning is taught throughout their days, throughout your day, and it's opening the doors for your kids to interact with with each other and learn how to problem-solve and build those relationships. So with that being said, those are the 10 myths when it comes to social-emotional learning. I hope you found this helpful. I hope that this saved you time and saved you from making several mistakes that it took me to figure out the hard way. And I have to say the main takeaway from this episode is this quote by Tim Ferriss, which is, what would this look like if it were easy? You see, social emotional learning doesn't have to be complicated. Good social emotional learning is integrated into your day where you don't have to think about it. It's a habit. It's on autopilot like we talked about earlier. And it's, yes, it can be 
explicitly taught in 10 or 15 minutes. However, good social-emotional learning is integrated throughout your day, so kids are exposed to even more scenarios and more interactions with each other and opportunities to incorporate and implement what you teach them. So with that being said, if you found this helpful, make sure to like, subscribe to this channel, and leave me a review or share on the present teacher on Instagram and let me know what you thought. Also, I wanted to let you know that I have a free social emotional learning guide. It's the ultimate social emotional learning guide and it gives you a breakdown of what social emotional learning is and even different activities that are completely free and ways to integrate it throughout your day so that it's a habit and you don't even have to think about it. With that being said, I wanted to remind you that we are stronger together and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Take care and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, I would love it if you took a screenshot and tagged me on Instagram at the present teacher. Also, make sure to subscribe to get notified each time a new episode comes out. And if you have a minute, leave a review to let me know what you thought. I love hearing from you. Keep dreaming and remember, we are stronger together.